Welcome to another episode of On Track with Lani Fogelberg, the podcast where I share practical and mindset tips to get your life, your career, your headspace, everything you need to on the track that you want it to be on. And it's exactly that which I'm talking about today, how to do what you want. It sounds simple, right? It's the dream to live out the vision that you have for your life, to pursue the things that you want to pursue. But so often it can feel like there are things stopping you from doing that, whether it's the judgment of others, your own inner critic, the confidence that you may or may not have in your own ability or or even your financial situation. So in today's episode, I'm going to talk about how you can overcome some of those challenges in the pursuit of the things that you want. Now, if you're watching or listening to this episode on the day it is released, it's Friday the 24th of March, and there's a statement in this episode which you're probably going to hear as a consistent theme in future episodes, and I'm going to save sharing that until the end of this episode, so hang around for that one, but I'm going to start with talking about our inner critic, because I don't care what you say, we all have one, I have one, I'm a Capricorn, (laughs) Capricorns especially have an inner critic but it's something that can either stop you or push you it can either stop you from moving forward or it can be something that actually spurs you forward and motivates you to to keep going and to do better so that confidence that you may or may not have in your own ability kind of ties in with that whole inner critic piece and these are the points that I'm going to cover first Now, I have mentored a lot of high-performing individuals, and what I tend to find is that the higher an achiever they are, like, you know, there are some people who are just overachievers, they seem to just be always smashing shit out of the park, they're the ones that normally have the worst inner critic, and I can tell you, mine has been pretty bad at times, like, the way that I have berated myself, particularly when I was younger, like, I didn't do this good enough. I didn't handle this properly. I could have done that better. Oh my God, like what were you thinking, (laughs) Lani? It's it's so bad. And it's it's one of those things that in my view, you really, you have to learn to tame it. But the earlier that you do learn to tame it, the more benefits you will reap from, from having it quietened down a little bit. And One of the activities I sometimes get people that I mentor to do is for a period of a week, have either a note thing on your cell phone or just literally carry a piece of paper in your bag or in your pocket. And every time you say something that's like a real dick thing to say to yourself in your head, write it down. (laughs) And when you get to the end of the seven days of doing that, you have this piece of paper of all this really horrible shit that you said to yourself. And and you look at this piece of paper and you go, what the hell? Like, what am I doing? What what am I saying to myself here? This is like, this is absurd. I would never say these things to other people. And that can be a little bit of a wake up call. And it can kind of help break that cycle so that over the following weeks, when you are saying these things to yourself in your head, you can catch yourself out a little bit more easier because you recognize how redonkulous it is saying these things to yourself so that's my first tip in settling your inner critic 
My second tip is to understand and reflect on the way that you benchmark yourself against other people. So for example, you might benchmark yourself against Elon Musk. You're like, oh my God, look at all the stuff that he's achieved and look at what I'm doing. We often have a tendency to benchmark or compare ourselves to others that are doing things far more lofty than what we are, far bigger or far better, whatever it is. But we often look at you know, people that we perceive to be above us or that we put on a pedestal. A way to reframe that is to flip it on its head and start thinking about, okay, what about the people that I perceive to have achieved less than me or be doing less than me? Like, what about these people that are, you know, not working to improve themselves and they're complaining about their lives and they're hating on other people because you're unhappy with themselves, but I'm up here. (laughs) So... Instead of constantly benchmarking up, and there's nothing wrong with benchmarking up, that can be really constructive because looking at people that have achieved something that you would hope to achieve one day can be really motivational and inspirational. So don't get me wrong, benchmarking up can be a great thing, but it's when you degrade yourself or you berate yourself for not being at that stage yet and that holds you back. If you need to work on the confidence that you have within yourself, benchmarking down and looking at you know, maybe where you've come from or someone who's a similar age to you but is at a completely different stage and say, man, look what I've done. That's, I'm impressed with myself. So that's my second tip. My third tip is less of a tip and more about sharing my own experience around imposter syndrome, right? We hear this term bandied about in professional circles um, with regards to, people being in roles that they feel that they don't deserve or that they don't have the knowledge or experience to be able to do. And, you know, this feeling that they don't belong. And the one thing I can say about imposter syndrome as someone who has achieved a relatively significant amount of, of things in her life is that imposter syndrome does not go away. (laughs) So you might have imposter syndrome when you're 20 years old at university wondering um, what you're doing next to these people who got better grades than you at high school or whatever. You can have imposter syndrome when you are in a graduate role and you're starting to do things at work that might be with some seniors or people a few years ahead of you thinking, I don't have the experience to do this. Why am I doing this? I'm not good enough for this. Even if someone's recognized your ability to step up. And As you get older and more and more experienced, you might think, I can't do this. And you have these thoughts because you feel like you're not good enough or you don't deserve the position that you're in. It never goes away because it's like a human nature protection mechanism. So you just have to do the things anyway. (laughs) If you have that self-doubt, At this level, um, I've got my hands in the video. Uh, If you're listening to this on Spotify, I've just noticed that I have a piece of cat fur on my knee, even though my cat has never been to this property. (laughs) You, yeah, you might be doing something at a a level one and you're going to feel imposter syndrome. You might do something at a level five and feel imposter syndrome. You just have to do the thing anyway because it never goes away. The fear never goes away. The worry that you're not good enough. um, I mean... It 
you can get better at quelling that voice in your head, but we all deserve to achieve the things that we want to achieve if we're, if we're good people, um, good, kind people. So go for it. If you feel like an imposter, but someone's enabled you to be in a position where you can do these certain things, other people have more faith in you than what you do. So go forth and, and, and do the thing. The second point, which I'm only going to touch on very briefly, and that is your financial situation. There is no doubt that in 2023, we are living in a world with very high inflation off the back of the pandemic. I'm not going to get deep into the mechanics of that because quite frankly, I find it pointless. <laughs> but your financial situation can you can often feel like that is preventing you from getting ahead because you might need feel like you need to spend some money on further education to be able to go and do the thing that you want to do or achieve the vision that you have for yourself. Or you might want to be starting a business and you need a small kitty to be able to do that as well. And whilst I can't wave a magic wand for you and change your financial situation, there are a couple of really simple things that you can do. One, one is a thing that you can remember and one is a thing that you can actually do. And it's only once you have thought about these things and done these things that I want you to even consider worrying about your financial situation. And number one is remembering that you are the one that's in control. You might have a job, you might have bills or debt, but, and, and some of the reasons for those things for, for debt, for example, might be out of your control. You might've had to pay for someone's funeral or, you know, something awful like that. So, you know, quite often we have financial things happen to us, which aren't necessarily our fault, but regardless, you can still always take control and be in control. You can be in control with the work ethic that you put into your role. And you can be in control of your spending. <laughs> and don't get me started on young people spending. I went to the Flume concert recently and I didn't realize he had such a young fan base, me at 34, surrounded by what I presume were sort of 18, 19, 20 year olds. And the number of them vaping, I just, I could not fathom. And there's this old saying that if you can't afford to buy your own house, it's because you have too much smashed avocado. No, it's vaping. <laughs> It's so anyway, don't get me started on that kind of thing, but you are in control of your spending. So practically speaking, what I'm going to suggest is, you know, the first step if you're worried about your financial position preventing you from achieving what you want is to make sure that you actually understand your position, know what's coming in, know what has to go out in terms of rent, mortgage, food, power, you know, all of the necessities of life. And try to see, you know, have you got a, a revenue problem or a cost problem? This is something I talk about with business owners frequently. If you don't have enough money at the end of the day, end of the week, end of the month, are you not bringing enough in the door or are you spending too much? Or have you got a problem with both? Do you need to earn more to be able to provide or keep up with the commitments that you have? And the first step to creating change and improving your financial situation so that you can pursue all of the things that you want, whether it's, you know, starting a business or doing some travel, you've, you've got to fundamentally understand what your position is and be prepared to own up to it and be prepared to take control. If you've got a revenue problem in this technology age, there are lots of different ways that you can go out and make extra money. Look on websites like fiverr.com, upwork.com. 
where you can very easily offer services to other people in areas that you are proficient or skilled in and start to earn some extra money if you've got a revenue problem. So just a little note on that financial piece. I'm not going to go into that too deeply for this episode about how to get what you want and live the life that you want. But the judgment of others, now that is something that we need to talk about. And throughout this podcast, you will hear me most likely refer to um, the likes of tall poppy syndrome, uh, which I won't go into in this episode. But the judgment of others can often be the biggest barrier to achieving the things that we want because we are so susceptible to the judgments of others. And if there was one piece of advice that I can give to a 17-year-old or an 18-year-old who's finishing school, leaving school, going out into the big wide world, is to not worry about what other people think and just ignore the judgment of others unless you truly need sense checking in terms of like what you're doing and your behavior like it's quite important to take on board the judgment of others if you're doing something wrong if you're playing up if you're being offensive rude taking the piss (laughs) all manner of those things it's important to take that feedback on board I've had to at times bullshit um but the judgment of others is is so destructive it's destructive of dreams especially in New Zealand and Australia it's destructive of what we feel like in our heart will make us truly happy and that's why it's so so important to learn to cultivate the confidence within yourself and I'm gonna talk I'm gonna say that phrase I mentioned earlier in the episode that I said I would probably reference throughout this podcast series and that is everything you need you already have within you everything you need you already have within you. You know what you want if you are prepared to listen to your gut and unplug from the outside noise, whether it's the judgment of others, content you see online, and truly connect with with that because that that is telling you what's going to make you happy and bring you the fulfillment that you're after, especially in the pursuit of success or goals that you have and living the life that you truly want. And if you're not surrounded by people who who make you feel like you can do that, then please, please reach out to me or other people that you see online or listen to online, you know, on social media, on YouTube, because they are generally surrounded by a community of people who are can-doers, not can't-doers. So can-doers, you know, being people that be like, yeah, man, you can do that. <laughs> like that's, that's a bit left field or wacky, but like you've got this as opposed to the can't doers who are like, why would you do that? Like, that's so weird. Why would you do that? Or like, you can't achieve that from, you know, based on where you come from or who you are or where you are educated. You don't have the qualifications for that. You know, they, and they exist all throughout the world, obviously, all throughout different communities. But having that certainty within yourself, surrounding yourself with other people who take that same attitude is really going to help bolster yourself Um, against the judgment of others I hope that all makes sense and that if you are someone who has this vision for your life and you want to achieve really cool things things that are important to you and things that are cool to you things that you want that you can overcome that inner critic in your head and you can build confidence within yourself to help withstand the judgment of others you can take control of your financial situation to you know 
invest or, or carry out the things that you need to to be able to achieve the life and the things that you want. The ability is there. And I hope this episode today has given you the faith that you've got that. If you're feeling all pumped up for the day and you felt that you got some really good value out of this episode, I would love for you to share it on your socials. Make sure that you tag me um, so that I can give you a shout out. I am at Lani Fogelberg, just my name. I'm very easy to find with a name like that. But I, you know, one parting message is just that last phrase I said about having everything you need is already within you. Um, I wrote that on social media once. It went a little bit viral because I think it is just such a powerful, powerful message. And you do also have the ability with this wonderful technological day and age to surround yourself with people, even if just online, who are going to support you in achieving the vision for your life and going after what it is you want. So I've helped you, I hope you found that useful today. I hope you go and have a spectacular day and week ahead. I'll look forward to talking to you next time. Thank you so much for watching and listening.